In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. It was a technology failure that led to the train derailment last week in New Buffalo Township. The Berrien County Public Safety Communication Center says it's conducted an investigation into the Thursday derailment that happened at Lakeside Road Crossing. An Amtrak train loaded with about 200 passengers left the rails without turning over when it struck a disabled vehicle that was stuck on the tracks. Berrien County 911 dispatch says it got two calls around 9.20 that evening about the disabled vehicle. However, dispatch had trouble identifying which railroad crossing the vehicle was at due to technical issues with its computer-aided dispatch system. That led to the wrong crossing being identified. When dispatch notified CSX about the situation, the wrong crossing was given. Berrien County Central Dispatch says it's taking steps to modify dispatch protocols to prevent a repeat of the incident. Six passengers on the train suffered minor injuries in the crash. Also in New Buffalo Township, the vacation home of former Chicago mayor and current U.S. ambassador to Japan, Rahm Emanuel, was vandalized last week. The word Nazis was spray-painted on his fence, according to law enforcement. In a text to the Chicago Sun-Times, Emanuel, who is a prominent Jewish politician, said his family was very proud of how their friends, neighbors, and the community have rallied to support in a singular voice in condemning hatred and bigotry. The Berrien County Sheriff's Office says they were notified of the incident Friday night and are investigating. The vandalism comes as Americans continue to protest on both sides of the October 7 Hamas terror attacks and resulting Israeli attacks on Gaza. Benton Harbor City Commissioners have granted a commercial rehab tax exemption for the Renaissance Athletic Center as it does some renovations on its Graham Avenue property. The club is planning to invest $430,000 in new flooring, updated plumbing and shower fixtures, new cold tubs, remodeled spa areas, and a parking lot. At a Monday meeting, Commissioner Juanita Henry, who has voiced concerns previously over granting the tax exemption, suggested the club seek the tax break for fewer than 10 years than it was asking for. We are struggling. The city is struggling, and yet and still you come and ask us for 10 years. And I'm saying to be a good citizen, a good person in Harbor, you should lower those years and prove to us that you are a viable business. Henry wanted to know how many Benton Harbor residents will be employed at the Renaissance Athletic Club. As a result of the work, the club's Laura McCoy told commissioners they do employ dozens of residents currently. The four new jobs that we will be creating will be between the front desk, which is greeting everyone that comes in, their contracts, or any questions and tours that they have. We will also be hiring two new trainers to help within the club for motivating. Of the 56 employees that we currently have, over half of them do live in Benton Harbor. Mayor Marcus Muhammad noted the tax exemption being considered would only freeze the taxable value of the property at its current amount for 10 years and not excuse the club from paying other taxes. Cornerstone Alliance's Greg Vaughn told commissioners the club has been in the community for 10 years, proving it is a viable asset. Commissioners then approved the exemption during their regular meeting without further comment. Now that the debt of Benton Harbor area schools has been forgiven by the state, the district can make improvements that will benefit students, staff, and the entire community. That was the message of the school board trustees and officials from around the community as they held a press conference yesterday. State Representative Joey Andrews says he helped secure the debt forgiveness in Lansing this year. Five other struggling school districts around the state also had their debt forgiven. Board trustee Elnora Gavin, a 1994 Benton Harbor graduate, said the cycle of school districts being held back by debt can end. 
publicly owned schools in cities like Benton Harbor will be placed back in the running to begin restoring the communities from the aftermath of the black school code policies that were designed to strip voters of their power and dismantle their public education system into for-profit systems. Berrien County Commissioner Mamie Yarbrough, also a Benton Harbor Schools graduate, said the district has been at the heart of the community for generations. And with its debt now relieved, it can move forward into the future without fear of being shut down. Representative Andrews told us lawmakers agreed the best way to help students in distressed districts was to remove the debt. This week brings Black Friday, but everyone is also reminded of Small Business Saturday, when shoppers are encouraged to support those locally owned shops that keep communities humming. St. Joseph Today's Danielle Crevier tells us there will be plenty of deals in downtown St. Joe. So this whole weekend really celebrates small businesses in conjunction with the big box stores. But the cool thing is, is that for every $100 that's spent at a local business, approximately $68 of that stays in the local community. And so it's a great opportunity to support your neighbors, your friends, the business owners here, and just really support your community and keep it vibrant. The list of downtown businesses holding special sales is long, and we have a link to it at our website, WSJM.com. Carvier says coming downtown to shop local helps those shops and restaurants stay open year-round. In South Haven, the Dykeman Park Fireplace Project is near complete. There were hopes that it would be completed by Thanksgiving, but with unforeseen supply chain shortages, that is becoming unlikely. WSJM's Alyssa Steinke reports. Shout of South Haven initiated this project with fundraising around $25,000. In addition to that money, the city of South Haven got a grant of $40,000 to go towards the project, but soon succeeded $50,000 with donations from more than 100 donors. Unfortunately, the ribbon-cutting ceremony has been postponed to a later date that has yet to be announced. The upcoming holidays and the completion date being unknown were both factors in delaying the ceremony. Alyssa Steinke, WSJM News. Tickets for the 84th KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship at Harbor Showers are now on sale. The championship is returning to Benton Harbor from May 23rd through May 26th next year, and any day flex tickets start out at $30. Additional packages are more, including those that include access to the Maker's Trail 19th hole. Those under 15 are given free access, and a ticketed adult can bring up to four juniors under 15 onto the championship grounds at Harbor Shores for free each day. It's also free for veterans, accompanying someone with a ticket. You can buy tickets at the event's website. A donation of $2,000 has been made to the Berrien County Sheriff's Department Mounted Division by the Fraternal Order of Police Blossomland Lodge. The Sheriff's Department says the Mounted Division is an all-volunteer unit consisting of sworn deputies on horseback. You'll often see them at community events, and they assist in search and rescue efforts. The Fraternal Order of Police presented a check to the division this month. The group also raised money for the Berrien County Law Enforcement Memorial Monument Fund. The Sheriff's Department thanks the FOP for its support. Just in time for Thanksgiving, gas prices have dropped in Michigan. This is the second week in a row that they've gone down. AAA says prices at the pump are now averaging about $3.26 a gallon of regular unleaded in the state. If demand remains low, heading into the holiday, the Auto Club says prices could drop even more. AAA Michigan's Adrian Woodland has advice if you're planning to drive. This is really important this week. Have your vehicle properly maintained. If you are planning a Thanksgiving road trip, it's a good idea to have things like your engine oil, your tires, and your battery checked out. Woodland says the highest gas prices are in Marquette at $3.39 a gallon. The lowest price 
was found in Grand Rapids, where it was estimated at $3.19 a gallon. Student achievement in Michigan is improving slowly, but we are still behind pre-pandemic levels. That's the bottom line of a new report from Michigan State University. Tara Kilbride is the Interim Associate Director of MSU's Education Policy Innovation Collaborative, or EPIC, which works with the State Department of Education. The impact that the pandemic has had on students in Michigan and elsewhere has been tremendous. So we are seeing some encouraging signs of uh, recovery, especially in math over the last two years. Uh, This is happening slowly, and these improvements are pretty small compared to how big that impact was. So it will take a while. Kilbride says the report found math achievement for K-8 through students in Michigan has improved slightly. However, reading scores have stayed about the same since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic back in 2020. And distracted driving crashes in Michigan continue to drop, but at a significantly lower rate than when the recent hands-free law was first passed over the summer. On this week's edition of Talking Michigan Transportation Podcast, Ryan McMahon with Cambridge Mobile Telematics examined the latest trends in crash numbers. He said crashes involving distracted driving tend to be at higher rates of speed. 34% of crashes, the driver's holding a phone in their hand a minute prior to the crash occurring. When those crashes occur where the driver holding their phone in their hand, distracted driving crashes, those crashes happen at a speed that's 40, 40% higher. The moment of, of impact is 40% higher than crashes without distracted driving. New data released by Cambridge Mobile shows Michigan with a 36% reduction in distracted driving around the time the new hands-free law took effect. However, some of those gains have since been erased. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.